Hey y'all, so today my good friend Emma Holdman and I, Kara Freebaron, are going to be talking a little bit about our 44th Secretary of State, Mr. Charles Evan Hughes. Emma, can you tell us a little bit about Charles' early life? Charles Evan Hughes was born on April 11, 1862. Hughes was the son of David Charles Hughes, an immigrant from England and a Baptist minister, and Mary Catherine Connolly Hughes. Charles received much of his early education at home. He then attended Madison University from 1876 to 1878. He then transferred to Brown University, where he graduated in 1881. He received a law degree with honors from Columbia University School of Law in 1884. He then joined Chamberlain, Carter, and Hornblower, a prominent New York City law firm. So just about 20 years after this, Hughes gained prominence in 1905 as consul to New York State Legislative Committees, investigating abuse in the gas and electric power industries and the life insurance businesses. President Theodore Roosevelt supported Hughes to run for governor of New York in 1906. Emma, could you tell us a little bit about Hughes' accomplishments after being elected governor of New York? Some of Charles Evan Hughes' accomplishments in office is that he won against William Randolph Hearst, becoming the only Republican to win statewide office in New York that year. He was elected governor of New York. Hughes served with a profound sense of responsibility endorsing reform measures, and he was skeptical and terse with regard to politically motivated and populist policies, even in the form of legislation. Because of his preference for merit over favoritism in the appointments process and his rejection of certain popular policy proposals, examples like equal pay for women, he only narrowly won re-election in 1908. Yeah, so that's why a lot of people believe that his appointment to the U.S. Supreme Court in 1910 by President William Howard Taft arguably spared him the likelihood of losing his bid for a third term in office. Hughes's first per- period of service on the Supreme Court was relatively unremarkable. Ideologically moderate, he supported federal government responsibility in regulating commerce, which is the buying of selling of goods between people, and favored First and Fourteenth Amendment rights. Emma, can you tell us why he resigned from this position? After receiving the Republican nomination, Charles Evan Hughes resigned from the Supreme Court. Hughes emerged as a leading candidate for the Republican presidential nomination in 1916. However, by President Woodrow Wilson, he then returned to the private practice of law. But then, what seemed like out of the blue in 1921, Hughes was appointed Secretary of State by President Warren G. Harding. Hughes negotiated a separate peace treaty with Germany after the U.S. Senate failed to ratify the Treaty of Versailles, supported attempts to secure the entry of the United States into the League of Nations, and planned and then served as chairman to the Washington Conference from 1921 to 1922 on disarmament. 
He also insisted that the U.S. refrain from recognizing the government of the Soviet Union until it recognized property rights and other elements central to capitalism. In 1925, Hughes resigned as Secretary of State and returned to private law practice. Jumping forward five years in 1930, President Herbert Hoover nominated Hughes to become Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. In several cases involving problems raised by the Great Depression, Hughes generally favored the exercise of federal power. On May 27, 1935, Black Monday to criticisms of the court, however, there was a flurry of judicial activity regarding the constitutionality of several New Deal proposals declared unconstitutional by the court were the National Industrial Recovery Act of 1933, in which Hughes wrote the majority opinion, the Fraser Lecme Act, had w- which had provided debt relief to farmers and Federal Homeowners Loan Act of 1933. Hughes found himself and the court supporting the doctrine of selective incorporation, under which some elements of the Bill of Rights, examples like freedom of speech, the press, and religion, were made applicable to the states under the rubric of the Due Process, Clause of the 14th Amendment, to the Constitution of the United States. Hughes retired from the Supreme Court in 1941 at age 79. He was the author of numerous books, including Foreign Relations in 1924, The Pathway of Peace in 1925, The Supreme Court of the United States in 1928, and Pan-American Peace Plans in 1929.